0: You are listening to Alan the Safety Guy. He is blonde and he is beautiful. Wait a minute. That last bit had me throwing up a little in my mouth. Oh, well. For better or worse. Here he is. Hi, Alan Safety Guy, and thank you for joining us on today's episode of Safety Seconds. As this episode started, you probably heard that synthetic voice of Carla, and this leads us into today's episode on SDS's and sweet killers. And one of the reasons I like to use this in a training segment is that it reaches a lot of people that are familiar with common items that they either use or consume on a daily basis. If you go to alanwolford.com backslash training, you'll find the information that will go along with this uh, episode and you'll be able to use it in your own training format Or work off of that so to begin with the item that we're going to be talking about today for the sweet killer episode is propylene glycol now if you're not familiar with propylene glycol it's a common chemical that's used in a lot of industrial as well as food grade and uh, consumables that people see and use every day and that's why this makes for a great subject Uh, to get people in your hazard communication classes or in updating your SDS classes. And the reason is, it's something that you're going to commonly see with people that vape. So what a lot of people don't understand is that while they're vaping, you know, a lot of the chemicals that make it, uh, the vape juice and enhance the flavors, one portion of that is propylene glycol. So what you're also going to find out, is that a very very common adult beverage uh, by the name of fireball whiskey utilizes propylene glycol as a matter of fact if you google it as far as I know I haven't seen any others but uh, from the information I was provided when I was taking ASCOM training fireball whiskey was the only whiskey ever consumed that caused fatalities As as that sounds if you google it and read about the individuals over in Europe It became the only banned liquor for the longest time, outside probably Greek, ouzo, or absinthe. And the main reason was it contained propylene glycol, which was banned for human consumption in Europe. So to begin the training session, again, you go to alanwolford.com training and look for the episode Sweet Killers. Now what's going to happen is you're going to find two SDSs uh, that's part of this episode. So, one's going to actually be from a manufacturer of pl- uh, propylene glycol, and on that, you know, they're going to have some of the same information that you'll find. Uh, this is by Liondel Basell, and the second one that you're going to find is going to be very similar. It's going to be propylene glycol. It's going to have the exact uh, cast number, and it's going to be by Thermo Fisher. Now, neither one of these, to my knowledge, actually produce propylene glycol for the use of either the fireball whiskey or for vape juice but it's quite possible you don't know where personnel are going to buy their materials from so as you're going through it the one that you're going to want to pass out you're going to want to print off both copies as the class starts you want to ask your class and engage them and get responses by asking hey who in here likes to vape what's your favorite vape juice you know what's the favorite flavor why do you vape over this and the one that you're going to hand them the SDSs out of the two are going to be the ones that's going to be from uh, Lionell so the re- when you hand that out uh, as you're passing that around then ask the group hey who in here has ever tried fireball whiskey do you like that cinnamon flavor do you like the fact that it's one of the most popular uh, you know adult beverages out there it's very very popular with the younger groups. And you're going to want to hand them the Thermo Fisher Scientific. And again, neither one of these companies, to my knowledge, you know, has uh, any dealings with either vape juice or with Fireball whiskey. It's just that they have the best information available on their SDSs. So once you pass it out, you're going to you know go over the GHS. You're going to talk about the 16 uh, different sections of the safety data sheet, but this is where you're going to make it interesting for the students. So, when you get to the toxicological information in section 11, you know, you're going to ask them, hey, uh, on those that have the thermo-fissure, what is it that they say, you know, happens, what's the lethal dose or lethal concentration that they have listed in the toxicological information? And they're going to look at it and they're going to say, see that it's 20 kilo, uh, grams per kilogram for a rat. It, the LD50 is uh, 20,800, if I got that right, MGs per kilogram. And then it goes in and says irritation, sensitivity, uh, sensitivity carcinogenicity. Okay, that, that's a big word for me um uh, you know it's going to have all the information that's dealing with toxicological information and then the same's true for the line del Bissell. those are going to be your vape people so when they look at that say okay stopping right here knowing that they have a lethal dose of this many grams or you know this many kilograms micrograms whatever it says on section 11 go to the board and say how much would you have to consume possibly you know for that to affect you and you got the information there so species rat species rabbit so before you get to that point let's ask them hey where can we find propylene glycol and for number one you should put down antifreeze because it was commonly used in antifreeze back in the day and then for the second put down vape juice you know and then once you get into that you can either open a slide you could show them information on the world wide web how vape juice is used in uh, flavor enhancement uh, for vapes. You know, it it used to be a much deadlier, uh, sinister type of chemical, but they wanted that for the flavoring. They went to propylene glycol because it wasn't as toxic and say, okay, so it's used in vape juice to enhance and transport flavor and make it better. And then the last one you'll bring up is the fireball whiskey. So now you've got them engaged. Your vapors are going to be looking at their SDS a little more thoroughly. The guys and ladies that are drinking the Fireball Whiskey, they're going to do the same. So now you've got them engaged. So every time you bring something up, you could say, okay, how much propylene glycol is actually in Fireball Whiskey? We don't know. You'd have to actually look it up. uh, How much is in vape juice? You know, it should be on the uh, ingredients list and you could say, how much of this would you have to buy? How much vape juice, how much fireball whiskey would you have to purchase before they have to hand you a safety data sheet because of the quantity that you're carrying? So this gets them engaged because they're gonna research it and then it brings up you know, some of the other stuff that you may find more interesting, like uh, if you're looking at a lot of your diet uh, materials and soft drinks and juices, And people are like, well, what's a common sweetener that's used right now? You know, that engages them, too, because they'll look at common sweeteners and then say, okay, let's pull up the SDS and see what it's made from, you know, what's commonly used for And then once you've got their attention, if you go to Section 1 on both the Lyndale and the Fisher, right under there, it'll tell you, you know, and it's great for them to see this, Right under the cast number, it says recommended uses and uses advised against. So on the Thermo Fisher, it says it uses are advised against for food, drug, pesticide, or biocidal products. And then once you get them looking at that, you're going to get them on that line Bissell and it says prohibited uses for propylene glycol is pharmaceutical excipients, active pharmaceutical ingredients, but where it gets personal to them, where they're really going to target it, it says personal care products, tobacco, electronic cigarettes, and theater fog. This is Alan the Safety Guy. Thank you for joining us here today on Safety Seconds, and we hope to hear back from you. If you need more information, please feel free to contact me at Allen, that's A L L E N, at AllenWolford, W O F F A R D.com. Or feel free to contact me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. This is Allen, the safety guy, just trying to help you plan, prepare, communicate, and engage. The views expressed on this program are solely the opinions of the host and guest, not necessarily those of their employer, committee, division, or any other group or individual. This podcast is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Nothing within this recording is intended to be used for legal guidelines as representation for any entity. No portion of this podcast may be reproduced without the expressed full consent of Alan the Safety Guy. You've been listening to Alan the Safety Guy. If you'd like to be on the show or have a comment, alan at alanwolford.com or call 910-431-6437. 910-431-6437. Thanks for joining us and have a great day. Be safe.